Yeah, I, I ended up losing just over 30 pounds, yeah. which was great. Um, but it really came down to what those 30 pounds represented. And that's, that's why this was so different for me. Today's guest is, well, it's me. Today, uh, Kellen actually sits down and interviews me so you can get to know me, Margie Richardson, your host, just a little bit better to understand why I do what I do and why we are here and what we want to share. Hope you enjoy. Today's episode is brought to you by Ellie's Little Bows. Uh, they have some of the cutest top knots and bows, honestly, that you can find, uh, not only for your tiny human, but for yourself. We absolutely love them, use them all the time. Uh, big fan of the scrunchies in this household. So be sure to check it out. Uh, the cutest hedgehog uh, little bows are out. So check her out at Ellie's Little Bows on Instagram at E-L-L-E-S-L-I-T-T-L-E-B-O-W-S. So today we uh, we're gonna be doing something a little bit different today. Good morning. So Kellen is already here with me. So um, we are we're gonna kind of just. I guess talk a little bit today. So ultimately, we've been getting some amazing feedback, and thank you for that. Uh, a lot of people are just kind of asking what what my story is, where why I'm here, and kind of why why am I doing this podcast? Why now? What does it mean to me? What does it represent? All that kind of stuff. So, uh, Kellen's here to kind of be forced into yeah helping the conversation, <laughs> helping you, the COVID. conversation along. So, um, yeah, we're just gonna kind of we're gonna talk a little bit, and hopefully we don't get too sidetracked, but we frequently do. So. We won't. This is going to be just fine. Hopefully, hopefully you enjoy. So. All right. <laughs> me or the. Well, you can followers. have fun too oh, if okay, you'd like. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, oh, let's just start it off then. So, what exactly? I guess I know why, but tell everybody how and why you got into um, nutrition coaching. How you got through or into um, the whole podcast, actually. Sure. So three, almost four years ago now, yep. give or take, um, we had a daughter. Uh, we still have a daughter. Uh, <laughs> um, and I got postpartum depression with her. Um, yes. And it was not overly fun for anybody, including it was a you. Hard, it was a hard time, <laughs> for sure. Um, so, and... That's kind of that's kind of what started everything. So ultimately, what happened was that, I mean, Frick, you knew the first night, but yeah. it pretty quickly um, anybody that's had it uh, snowball effect almost. Yeah, it happens really, really kind of quickly. So even that first night, it was, uh, it was she was crying and crying, and I just did not care, um, and I didn't even acknowledge it. So that was that was the first the first sign of it. Uh, but then went four months without anything. Yes. Um, and then we're, you know, was talking to somebody who, you know, has the correct education and this kind of stuff and said yep. to me, um, you know, that's that's a red flag because I was doing some work and I was super excited to go to work. And I was like, oh, the greatest thing is, is that even when I leave, I don't even I don't even think about her when I'm gone. And it turns out that's a big red flag. So <laughs> um, took way too long to still see somebody. Um so if you need to hear this right now, keep knocking on your doctor's doors and make them listen to you if you're experiencing something. Um, but yeah, so ultimately we called the doctor, left a voicemail with the nurse, and then nobody got back to us. And then 10 days later, he made me call again, and thank goodness I did. And the doctor got the message this time, had a 
panic attack, pretty much. It's n- nothing like hearing your doctor he on was, the other uh, end. He was upset. He was he, upset at the office itself. Yes. Which I was ha- honestly happy about. I don't want to get anybody in trouble ever. But, however, this is my family and my wife's mental health and all the rest of it. So I was uh, quite happy he was pissed off, to be perfectly honest. Yes. Yeah. No, you're right. He was... He was great. Once once we got there and then got put onto an emergency list for a psychiatrist and went and they gave me meds. Heck so. yeah, they did. <laughs> uh, it took me a while to take the meds. It took me about 10 days. I was really nervous about taking them. And then somebody pointed out to me that just because you're taking them doesn't mean you have to forever take them. Um, and if you do have to forever take them, who cares? Yeah. Um, so finally got got on the, on the medication. I uh, was doing a lot better. Um could not believe that's how people live their lives. I was like, oh, is this what life's like without anxiety? Feeling, feeling, yeah, crappy. Yeah, I had no idea. And then looking back, and then during those doctor's appointments, I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression from years previous. So it was quite surprising to know that people could just, you know, live life that way. Uh, so meds are a beautiful thing, people, if you need them. Um, things got better, and then things got worse again. And my meds were pretty high at that point. Yes. To that point where you kind of, it was it was too much for, that I wanted. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of where I was at. And that was about, that was all within four months. Yeah. By the time she was eight months old, we were kind of at that point. Yeah. Um, needless to say, our relationship was definitely struggling through that. Um, in, in many, many ways. Yeah. It was not easy. <laughs> no. I was working, yeah, 14 12, 14 hour days, six days a week at that point because oil was at a high and when you take that high, you ride with it. Yes. Um, so everything else for myself was kind of put on the back burner until, until we figured out something different. Yeah. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, but... It was. Um, we got through it though. Yeah. I, yeah. It was... Um, I remember there was a point we were fighting because we were fighting and <laughs> yeah. I remember us saying like, this is it. We can either choose to work on this or we're going to end up splitting up because I think it happens to a lot of people with new kids, let alone if you don't, if you're working long hours and have depression and all those other things. But you always hear those stories about people that just had their kid and then they get a divorce within like a year. But it was literally, there was a turning point in a conversation and we were both were like, yeah, this is, it's either one way or the other. And we can, we chose to go one way mm-hmm. and here we are. Three and a half years later, and still plenty of like fights later. Let's be very clear about that. I but, usually win the most. <laughs> of the time. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I just choose my battles a little more wisely. <laughs> oh, whatever. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of that's where we were at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then actually, you came home one day, and we were giving Charlie a bath. Yes, you were, yeah you get you were giving her a bath. I came home. I remember that, and I came into the bathroom, and I said that. I needed to do something different. Um, at that point, we were going to the gym um, a few days a week, um, and I was at my heaviest at that point. I was about two, just under two fifty, and I'm not tall. Let's just be frank with that, okay? I don't want to say how short I am, but <laughs> you'd be lying. But I'm not. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'm about five ten, but I was two hundred and fifty pounds. Um, so I'd come home after a 12 hour day and, you know, obviously Margie was not doing well mentally, so she needed a break from the kiddo, which is totally fair. Um, however, I was also beyond, uh, tired. Um, so I thought it was okay for me to just lie on the ground and let my kid cry and crawl all over me. Um, she was a quick learner at crawling, quick learner at 
walking at 10 months. Um, very fortunate with that. However, it was very tiring uh, for me to um, play with her. Um, and for whatever reason that day, I don't know what it was, but I just said something had to change because it's not fair to her that I chose to um, get to the point where I was and not be able to play with her properly. Uh, so we had um, a couple ladies that owned a um, health and wellness business and um, they had a new program and I decided to do it. Um, it was all about nutrition. Um, in the gym I was able to lose 15-20 pounds uh, which is great. However, it wasn't enough. So um, because after each time we went to the gym, it was okay to eat a bag of Doritos and have uh, nachos for dinner. And right? if you've ever gone to a CrossFit gym on a weekend, there's frequently a case of beer after the workout, which is not which helpful. Which is, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Fun, but not helpful. Especially you're trying yeah. to get somewhere. Um, but trying to do it alone, which is very difficult. Um, accountability is one of the biggest things that um, I can't stress enough to anybody and everyone. It is the biggest thing to help you stay on track, to be accountable to somebody. And I suggest to find somebody other than your significant other because yeah. you can take it totally different um, than if you would to take it from somebody else. Yes. Um, so anyways, I decided that that night I walked into the, the bathroom. I said, hon, we have to do something. we got to change something because something's not working. Um, whenever you get in that funk and you're just like, ah, oh, it's fine, you know. Um, something's got to change. Something had to change. So I told her I was doing this program that these two ladies had to offer at our gym. And I told her that I wasn't, there's one, no way that I can not do it, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. um, you were dead set against it, uh, but agreed to, yeah. go to, to go with me for an information session. Yeah, I, what was the cost, right, for me, honestly? because yeah. Well, because I'm always worried about the cost of things. But yes. truthfully, it's, you know, getting a nutrition coach isn't, it doesn't come across as cheap. You and I both know differently now. But um, I was worried about it. Mm -hmm. You know, I was on mat leave. I wasn't making, if you've ever been on mat leave, um, which terrible. is a whole other tyrant I can go on about how our <laughs> system's maternity leave is set up. Um it, there's not a lot, there's no money, and it doesn't really allow you to make any money if you want to no. keep working a little. So uh, I was nervous. I was nervous about the price, but I did not argue whatsoever. I could tell. Which I was shocked about. I could, you. <laughs> well. You were at a point, you could just, I don't know, something was different, right? Yeah. So that was that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, we went to the information session, and that night I signed up. Um, luckily for me, that's where my whole, I guess, life changed, my mm -hmm. personality changed. I mean, like, in four and a half months, um, I lost 50 pounds. Altogether, within six and a half months, uh, it was 88 pounds altogether. Mm -hmm. um, and I had the energy, I had the happiness again, and, uh... Yeah, I just it was just overall better. And in turn to that, Margie cooked for me. Therefore I did it. She did it with me. Without even knowing. Um yeah. In it, a sense, right? Yeah. Without, you know what I mean. Yeah, I wasn't um I wasn't into systems, I wasn't into programs. I have been um 
stupidly, really, my whole life, that kind of person who's like, nope, I can do it on my own. I'm going to make it on my own. I'm going to figure it out. If I can't do this this way, then it does, like, I can tell you a thousand different things, but it really came down to is that I wasn't about to cook two meals. And that's honestly what it came down to for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did the cooking. Which is fantastic. So I, because I I do enjoy cooking. Yes. Um, You got that from your mama. Yeah. Thank goodness. (laughs) And then it, it, um, that's honestly kind of where it started. Now, you and I have two very different mindsets when it comes to these things. You bet. Kellen is (laughs) a hurry up, do it right the first time and get there kind of guy. Um, and I'm put more it lightly, of a, I guess. Yeah, that was me oh. being really polite right now. Uh, <laughs> um, um, and I'm more of a, I'm going to do it, I'm going to enjoy it. If I do that, like, I, I'm more of a long, long term kind of gal when it comes to it. That's not to say I did not do it. I yeah. completely did it. It was, we finished on the 23rd before Christmas. Christmas. Um, so we did it through Christmas parties, we did it through yep. all the work stuff. Um, and, and I remember once we went out for one of your Christmas parties, and we were over three weeks in, and I did have a, I had a few drinks that night. Yep. Other than that, uh, oh, and I had some Christmas crack, which, by the way, Can is you not, just explain that, please? It's like melted caramel and crackers and chocolate. and Anyways, I didn't eat all of it, nope. but I would have a bite. Yeah. Here, here or there. Yeah. Um, and it just, yeah, we just, we do, we do things Totally different. And that's okay. Um, with the same end, end result. Exactly. So, um, I, I guess for me, the biggest thing was, yeah, I lost weight. It was great. Don't get me wrong. It, you know, post baby, I was also, I put on more weight after Charlie was born than I did during the pregnancy. And we both only noticed that, honestly, when we seen a photo, when we were, when we came back to Ontario. Yeah. For, um, Christmas. Mm-hmm. And we've seen photos of ourselves. I'll share it on when I share it. You should. You should. I'll it's incredible. It. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, and I had no idea. And it was literally because a friend of ours had texted me. And, and then it was a friend of ours' wife at the time. Um, so we're all friends. But <laughs> and so my point is that we hadn't texted throughout the year. And she had texted me actually asking about what we were doing. And when I opened that message, the last thing that showed up was these photos she sent from when we were there the year previous. Yep. And I I was floored. So I was about 184, 186, right around there. Um, and I think at my heaviest weight even during my pregnancy was like, or so I shouldn't say during, but like right after it was like one, you know, 74 or something. So I put on about 10 pounds real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's depression and that like knowing what we know now, right? Depression, inflammation, uh, stress on your body, not eating well, not eating right for myself, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, um, Yeah, I, I ended up losing just over 30 pounds, yeah. which was great. Um, but it really came down to what those 30 pounds represented. And that's that's why this was so different for me, because this wasn't about fitting into a pair of jeans. Um, it wasn't even my intent whatsoever to begin with. Um, but it came down to the fact that it, it changed a ton for me. Um, within four days, I just from eating well for myself, um, I, my mental clarity was better. Mm-hmm. My sleep was getting better. Not great because our kid was up every hour and 40 minutes. She was a terrible, terrible little human <laughs> yeah. for sleep. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I was. I was feeling better. And, I, and then you would come home and I was, I was ready to 
do everything, which was a big... Oh, it was the worst. A big change from where I had been the last four yes, months. it was great. Or was... eight months, I guess. Um, so, yeah, we um, kind of kept, kept going that way mm-hmm. and just kind of started to really recognize how important it was to eat well for for ourselves. ourselves. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of... It was really cool, um, honestly. And the best part was, is with my doctor, be very clear about that, seeing my doctor... <laughs> Um, I had probably about four at that point. Um, I was able to slowly come down off my anxiety meds significantly. Mm -hmm. Um, And then even to the point where I was actually able to completely come off of them, which in turn... We ended up getting pregnant again, but because, well, yeah, because yeah, everything wasn't out of whack anymore. Exactly, it it took a while. We didn't. We were thankful. It was an oopsies. We're yeah. very thankful that we we were able to. Yeah. Because we were told we couldn't again. Yeah. We told that was it. Yeah. We had Charlie and and we were both, I guess, kind of. Okay with it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, but having Wesson now. Oh well, he sleeps so. Ish. Way better. <laughs> he sucked today, so that that's that's a last. We love our kids. Now. Okay, we love our kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was it was kind of crazy, and it, it came down to hormonal imbalances and stress on my body and yeah. all this kind of stuff. So it was it was a a long process, but not a forever process. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was awesome. So uh, that yeah, that's kind of. That's how that that all kind of came to be, and then in turn it turned into a whole other opportunity. Yeah, essentially. Yes, it did, um, which is crazy. So you had shared a before and after of yourself. I hate saying before and after. I try to use the term before and current, current. because you're not. It's not after anything because no. you have to keep. It's a life, um, yeah. and it's a lifestyle. But um, and then there was lots of people asking questions about it. And because we're from Ontario originally, we were living in Saskatchewan, uh, we kept making the joke saying that we'd move home and start this program up out here. And six months later, (laughs) we packed up our kid, our two dogs, rented out our house, and moved back to Ontario. You flew home with a baby, two two dogs under the plane who didn't apparently shut up once, even though we drugged them to sleep. They didn't. And I packed up. Let's be clear our that we drug them with the vets. Oh yeah, vet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's funnier that way. Um, and then I drove home in the SUV, packed full of not even really our clothes. Stuff. We we sold a lot of stuff off. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, we rented out our house, which is still rented out to this day. Um, packed up with product. Um, in that SUV, and I drove for five days. It took me 34 hours, five different places I stopped at. Mm-hmm. Your sister was with you. Yeah, Cameron came with me. That's yeah. right. Yeah, you That's weren't right. alone. I'm. Yeah, I mean, her music of choice wasn't the greatest, but yeah. here we no. are. It was. It would have been a very long trip for you, absolutely. Yeah. And it was. Uh, there was a lot of product and not. A lot of our stuff, I'll never forget, and I'm sure Taryn won't forget either, when you were just tearing apart the SUV uh, in frustration, trying to fit everything into it. Well, yeah. And we all just stood there watching you. Um, yeah. Because it wasn't time to get involved. Um, exactly. Needless to say, we got a storage <laughs> unit. It's all here now. It's fine. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was pretty crazy. I remember being on the airplane, and luckily... Um, we had an incredible friend who drove me to the airport. 
and got, got us you. all set up, got the dogs in, handled things. Um, she, yeah, she's amazing. Um, I don't know how she, she's very good at what she does. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so she, you know, she was very, very helpful. Once the dogs were checked, it made it a little bit easier. I just had Charlie, right? So we got through customs, or not through customs, through security, all that kind of stuff. And then luckily the day before, um, I know if you fly WestJet ever, they you can do like cheap seat upgrades. So I did that and I was only flying out of Saskatoon. So it was only a three and a half hour flight. We didn't fly out of Edmonton. It's pretty close. Um, but I... I paid the money, which, as I've previously mentioned, I'm cautious. Oh, it was the biggest deal ever! Oh but anyways, it's the best eighty dollars I'd ever spent. <laughs> so when you upgrade, uh, I got lucky and it gave me the front row seat, which meant nobody was in front of me, and then nobody was booked beside me. So Charlie and I had the entire like front to ourselves. Which, when you have a one and a half year old on a plane, you need that. So we. Um, and if you knew Charlie and how she uh, was, she didn't. She doesn't sit still. To no. this day, she doesn't sit still. No. She'll make a great adult, but. Um, so you know, she got to sit on the floor and play with toys, and she napped on the floor. And um, most people were supportive. Some people were very judgy. Um, I had one woman ask me, "Isn't she cold?" I was like, nah, she'll. She seems fine. She's Everybody's sleeping. got an opinion, right? Um, and trust me, if you had my kid and the minute she was sleeping, you don't, you do not give a crap. Exactly. Um, one of her favorite places to sleep was when it was ten degrees outside in a playpen. So little Dutch nannying, as I like to call it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we got home. Um, your drinks are included when you do this, so that was helpful. Had a few drinks. Um, flight attendants were incredible, and then I will never forget. Me, we were waiting, right? Because it's way easier to wait with a little kid to get off the airplane last, even though we were at the front. So we're waiting, and this other lady who was like two rows behind me walked by, and I heard her say to somebody else, and she goes, can you believe she still has to get two dogs after this? <laughs> so apparently it was pretty obvious. Um, Try to get to the airport. One of the dogs fell off. The thing, long story short, we all made it to my dad's car. Yes, you did. And got home. Yep. So we're here, and that's kind of now we're now we're finally back in Ontario, which has been really really great. Yeah. Um, and we started our company, High Peak Nutrition, and that's what we've been doing now for a year and a half, almost oh, two years almost, in October. Oh, two years October. That's yeah. right. So it's been it's been crazy. There's been lots of ups and downs, and the best part is our clients are absolutely incredible we got lucky i think yeah we, we were very lucky we attract or not we but the, i think just oh the, no i'm i'm really awesome <laughs> uh, <laughs> no honestly our we've had nothing but amazing clients and i you know when you talk to other people that do this kind of stuff in their industry and they run into issues where um they don't always have the best clients i guess and mm-hmm. we've had nothing but great ones um we and have I, clients that challenge us. We have, yeah. We challenge clients. Mm-hmm. I think that's where um, that's where our coaching, I guess, is, is a little bit different, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I think so. Like, we do... So, ultimately, just so people know what we actually do, we offer a system, and we have... 
really what we're looking at doing is for people is in that first you know month or so is that we want people to start to we want the hormones to heal themselves naturally so we don't want people living at a high we don't want people living at a low we want people's hormones we want when your insulin goes we want it to be able to do its job and come back down in a few hours we want your cortisol to taper off at the end of the day so uh honestly we're, you know this isn't about we don't we don't coach in a way that we expect you to perform at a 98 percent um we coach in a very sustainable very sustainable way um and that's probably another reason that we attract people that we like right they're people that you know we always say like you're you eat cake on your kid's birthday you know yeah. <laughs> don't it's not about restricting yourself right it's about learning about really at the end of the day what works for you and mm-hmm. if you take out the ones the things that d- don't really make you feel good and add stressors um, yeah it's like maria Kondo, whatever her name is if, if if you touch oh it and it doesn't bring you joy, get rid of it. it it's no different with your food, right? I've never so, heard that. Anyways. <laughs> um, I think you made that up. So, yeah, we ultimately, right, we use an evidence-based one-on-one coaching yeah. coaching approach. Is really is what we do, yeah. and then we offer one-on-one coaching after that. Yes. And that one-on-one is always, it's very different on a weekly basis for people. Uh, somebody's trying to hit, quote-unquote, a goal, right? They're trying to lose X amount of weight. Um we kind of take one route for other people they're really trying to figure out what's causing the hot flashes what's giving them rosacea what's doing the mood swings what's causing so we're really looking at what foods are causing a physiological stress on them um and then the third people are kellen's kellen's favorite people and they just want to they want to work through it they're just banging it off and they they want you to tell them kate do this this and That's this now best. this is what you've learned from this <laughs> well, let's get on to the next thing so um whereas i like the clients where i can really kind of talk to them and work through work through what it is because there's so much more to nutrition than um eat a salad um or thinking salad's only good or protein's uh, only good can you still you can't lose weight if you have bread or if you have chocolate that's false folks yeah (laughs) yeah that's simply put that's false it's about it's about having an even approach about things um you know we would never ever say to anybody if you if you want to go ahead and eat paleo or vegan or vegetarian or you want to you know you're looking at something like that or that that's fine but our big premise is this is what we coach um is you need to learn what works for your system first so even as a vegetarian if you're eating foods that don't work for you it does not you know, we want to make sure that you know what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Um, and you'll start to realize kind of what effects that's having on your body. And then we really take an educational approach too, right? We want you to understand why inflammation, why chronic inflammation is leading to, um, you know, other major health issues. Or, you know, we have a lot of uh, type 2 diabetics or pre-diabetics that come um, to, to start to learn and understand, um, start to trust themselves, that's the biggest thing. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, we don't we do not do correction. We don't do bandwagons. We don't do cheat days. No. No, we don't. We can't. I can't stand it. No. <laughs> yeah. I can't stand it. Um, first off, cheat days. Here's my deal, okay? Don't make me feel like shit because I've chosen to eat a piece of pizza and you're calling it your cheat day. Cheat day has such a negative context about it. It drives me absolutely bonkers. Um, and why is it a whole day? What does that even mean? Why Why 24 hours? Like, the whole the whole thing is just, listen, I'm not okay with it. It frustrates me. I will correct our clients when they use that term. Um, 
it, here's the thing. If you have a piece of pizza, great, and you go, oh, crap, I shouldn't have done that. I didn't go on with a plan, or I did go on with a plan, but it didn't go away. I wanted it to, so I had the pizza anyways. Um, okay, then what's your next choice, right? And it's, it's about working on that subconscious level of stuff like that. So, um, that yeah, that's kind of, that's what got, gets me really passionate about nutrition coaching and helping people identify these things yeah looking back and going oh shit was it because we didn't have a lot of money as kids so when food hit the table we ate you got to make sure you eat right so now you you know we have people they're doing work of you know 30 40 years worth of of new of old habits and they're trying to create new ones create new ones but it's so hard to do that right now because there's headlines everywhere of like don't eat bananas mushrooms are the new superfood um <laughs> just know it takes 21 days to have it to, to have that new habit right it yeah. takes you 21 days to change a habit and then the next part to that is that you have to keep it's, practicing it it just doesn't like oh you can't just learn how to switch yeah. hit and then never switch hit again and think you're a switch hitter it does you know what i mean like i don't know how else to like, you oh, have that's to, really good to see one. that's a good one holy smokes <laughs> you have to keep you have to keep practicing these things. And when you practice, if you've played sports, when you're practicing, you could do something right nine out of ten times. And then tenth time you've done something, it's because you got distracted or something happened or your environment changed, your plan changed, your night before changed. And it's taking those things and learning from them. And I guess that's really what the difference is between doing what we do as yeah. nutrition coaching. Um, you know, we are accredited. We're insured. We're not... Um, we don't coach by, we don't use meal replacements. We don't use calorie counting. We don't, you know, we, we There's done. a place for everything. Absolutely. However, that's not. What we do. What we do. That's not how you can create a new lifestyle. Not how you can. I shouldn't say it that no. way. Because um, people like to do things differently. People like to calorie count. Yeah. And it just helps them be able to be accountable to themselves. And learning. And it learns, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, yeah, so that's that's a big, long story about what we do. Holy smokes. Um, but the podcast. Yeah, we tried to do. You, you for the longest time, wanted me to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. Here we are today. And you're miserable about it no uh, um the truth is i have always wanted to do a podcast we've even done interviews in the past um which we still have done and i would love to release even just through this just so people get it um one of our good friends predom we interviewed him and his what an incredible human human uh story yeah singer songwriter musician yeah he's amazing um but yeah, I've always kind of wanted. I've always kind of wanted to do one, and it's just kind of changed recently. And I decided we kept ru- we keep running into this this notion of I need to be a certain weight to be healthy. I need to do this. Uh, goals are you know validated by numbers, and I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of it. There's so much more to your nutrition and your lifestyle and your experience, you know, and while working with clients, we've seen it. Some people, things are going terribly and then something changes. For other people, things are going great and then they lose a job or a loved one. And it's, there's so much more to people's stories 
you know, do you have small kids to take care of? Do you have ailing parents you're taking care of? Are you newly retired and your kids live across the country so you can actually go out and eat every week? Um, and you want to go out for dinner. Well, you could have. Now you can at least go to a patio. But um, you want to go out to a restaurant every Friday. you got to be able to work with people um, and on like- those things because that matters to them. Maybe going out on Friday is the way that they connect with their spouse and that's how they, you know, don't we don't want to take that away from people and restrict no. people on it. And I think having the show and bringing people on um and having the past guests that we've already had uh you know Haley and Michelle have just been incredible because their journeys and their experience there's so much more than just what pounds are and I think it's so important for people to understand that there's a whole there's a whole pie um nutrition is a sliver of it it is not the whole thing um, it's so important to be able to put everything together and really see the, the holistic picture of it. And that's ultimately why, why I wanted to do this. Which is incredible. I don't get it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I'm kidding. Oh <sighs> my God. I had to make some type of a joke there. Yeah. Yeah. But well, that's good though, hon. Yeah. So honestly you do, you love it. You enjoy it. I do. You force me to do it. Yep. Um, but I wouldn't say I'm miserable about it. So people love little, to hear me. I little pro that. tip for anybody out there that's trying to change something or do something <laughs> your spouse isn't supportive. Uh, what do you mean? I wasn't supportive. You need to talk to them in a way and say this is a way of showing me support. So just so you know, you can have that conversation. Does it always work? Well, here we are. Are we done? I think so. Okay. <laughs> are you I, sure though? This is it. Yeah, no, I do. I think this is uh, this is it. That's all. So, Good. Well, um, thank you, everybody, for listening today. I know today's a little bit shorter, and that's just fine. But we just kind of wanted to give you kind of some background about our story, what got us here, why we're here, and why why we are doing kind of what we're doing. So, yeah, that's it. That's all. Well, thanks, hon. Thank you. Love you. Love you too. Thank you for listening to another episode of Above Mediocre. I know today was a little bit different, but I hope you got some insight uh, in getting to know who we are here, uh, what I do, why I do it, uh, you know, and how me and Kellen kind of work together. So if you want to learn more about nutrition coaching, uh, we do encourage you to come check us out at highpeaknutrition.com. You can also check us out on Instagram or Facebook too. Just a friendly reminder, this is something you can 100% do in the summer. So don't wait till September if it's something that you're interested in. So if you are enjoying hearing what you are hearing and you like the podcast so far, really appreciate it if you went on Apple Podcasts and left a review uh, and a nice little star rating that would be amazing otherwise if you're following us on spotify um, be sure you're downloading and following those episodes uh, and share with a friend if you think that they're gonna think that they're gonna like it so again thank you so much to everybody who has been listening absolutely every week we love you and we love hearing from you um, all about it i uh, i look forward to what the future has to bring if you are somebody that thinks maybe be a right fit as a guest for the show please feel free uh, to uh, to send me a message i would love to hear and see if uh, see if it's something that we could do for future guests. So, hope everybody's having a great day uh, and enjoy heading into this long weekend coming up. Talk to you all soon. Bye.